Christmas and Andy Show, written by Joe Connolly and Bob Mosier, featuring Ernestine Wade, Johnny Lee, Amanda Randolph, Millie Bruce, Roy Glenn, Jeff Alexander's music, yours truly, Harlow Wilcox, and starring radio's all-time favorites, Freeman Gosden and Charles Correll, Amos and Andy. <laughs> Well, the kingfisher's wife, Sapphire, and her mother are all excited. Sapphire's younger sister, Rhododendron, is being married in Florida. Sapphire has been shopping all week for a Florida wardrobe, but as yet, they haven't broken the news to the kingfish. Right now, kingfish and mama are seated in the living room, and Sapphire has decided to break the news of the trip with a bang. She has just come out of the bedroom and is strutting past the kingfish in a one-piece bathing suit. Oh, you beautiful girl! You great, big, beautiful girl! Holy mackerel, Sapphire! You better put the stairs back in your camisole there. <laughs> you were sagging all over the place. What did you say, George? Listen, you better go back to the steel and the whalebone. Trying to hold your figure in with that flimsy thing is like trying to hold back Niagara Falls with a sieve. Son-in-law, don't you know a bathing suit when you see it? Yes, George, and I think it shows off my figure to perfection. Figure? Listen, Sapphire, I have seen clams on the half shell with a better shape than you got. Now, you see here, George Stevens, my daughter has always had a beautiful shape. At one time, she had a shape like Miss America. Yeah, but since then, she done lost most of Canada and added a lot of Mexico. <laughs> you can talk about anyone's figure. You ever got a load of yourself in a bathing suit? You sure is a sight with them bow legs of yours. Mama, I'll have you to know that I ain't bow legged. Oh, uh, no. Listen, Baldy. If you ever went to Scotland, you could take the high road and the low road at the same time. I'm all thank you to keep my shanks out of this. What I want to know is why Sapphire wearing a bathing suit this time of the year around here. Well, naturally, this is what one wears when one is in Florida. What one wears when one is where? You say something there about Florida, what's that? Yes, you did. Me and Sapphire's leaving here tomorrow. We're going down to my little daughter Rhododendron's wedding. Now, wait a minute here. I ain't got no money for you to go to Florida, and you can't get no transportation on credit. I still owe the railroad for our honeymoon trip. <laughs> we ain't expecting nothing from you. We've already made our own arrangements. How you done that? Well, we done read an ad in the paper where Mr. Malloy wants someone to deliver a new car to his wife in Florida, see? We went down to his office and made all the arrangements yesterday. Yes, George, we'll be gone about a month. Now, I want you to pick up Mr. Malloy's car for us. He keeps it over at the terminal garage, and it'll be ready first thing in the morning. Well, wait a minute now, honey. You just can't run off to Florida like this. I ain't gonna stand for it. George, we're going, and that's that. Yes, George, there's nothing you can do to stop us. Yes, we're going in now, and tight. And you keep your big, fat mouth shut. Yes. <laughs> well, 
I know the people in Florida is used to having the birds fly down there in the winter. But it's going to be quite a shock to the natives when them two old vultures flap in there. <laughs> Kingfish, you say Sapphire and her mama is going to Florida for her sister's wedding, huh? Yeah, they're finally unloading rhododendrons. Yeah. Say, uh, ain't that the sister that you went with before Sapphire? No, no, Ander. Uh, you were thinking about the other sister, Rhinoculus. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. She was the one with the braces on her teeth. Yeah, the big braces, yeah. yeah. I'll never forget that day in school when she got her braces hooked onto the spigot in the drinking fountain. <laughs> Boy, before they could get her loose, she done inhaled 19 gallons of water. Yeah, that was a mess. The gym coach rolled over a basketball to get the water out, yeah. then flooded the gymnasium. <laughs> Boy, had to play the big game that night in the goulashes. <laughs> but uh, tell me something, Kingfish. Wasn't this rhododendron married once before? Some fella down there in Florida that wrestled alligators in a pit or something? Yes, Andy, but uh, they was never very happy. Me and Sapphire was down there a few years ago, and I noticed every time that he got in the pit, rhododendron rooted for the alligator. <laughs> and one day last June, she come up on the winning side, and that was that, you see. Well, that's pretty sad, all right. Him winding up as a crocodile's blue plate. Say, tell me this, uh, what do her new husband do? Oh, uh, he's an artist, and uh, studied over in France at the Sauerbund. Uh, he's uh, doing pretty well down in Florida, though. Oh, he is, huh? Oh, yeah, great artist. Uh, he cleaned up during the tourist season, then, painting initials on the back of turtles. Yeah. Well, that's nice work, all right. Uh, what kind of place do rhododendron have down there? Well, she got one of them beach houses, uh... Oh, yeah, right on the ocean, huh? Well, I think you could say that, Andy. During the hurricane season, the Coast Guard puts one of them bell buoys on the front porch. Really <laughs> gets flooded, huh? Well, I remember the year when uh, me, Mama, and Sapphire was visiting down there. They left the screens off, and the shark then got in the guest room. <laughs> called the people from the aquarium to pick it up, but... After they got a look at Mama, they had a hard time convincing them which one was the shark. <laughs> they, was, uh, they was all for putting the old lady in the tank. <laughs> and uh, you say that Sapphire and her Mama's driving down to Florida in uh, Mr. Malloy's car, huh? Oh, uh, yeah. They're going to altercate with the driving, one take turns, and... Uh, by the way, Andy, almost nine o'clock, I told Sapphire I'd go over to the terminal garage and pick up Mr. Malloy's car. Uh, why don't you come on and go over there with me? Okay, Chiefy. Let's get over there and pick up Mr. Malloy's car. All right, come on. Hello, terminal garage. This is Mr. Gillespie, P.E. Gillespie. Oh, yeah, Mr. Gillespie. I left my car there to have initials put on the door yesterday. Is it ready? Yes, it's all ready, Mr. Gillespie. Fine. One of my men is on his way over to pick it up. He'll be there in a minute. Good. We'll turn it over to him. Uh, let's see. I better get that wash job off the rack. Uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. Pleaser. Yeah? Uh, I come over here to pick up a car. 
It uh, belongs to a Mr. Oh, yeah, I just got a call on it. The keys are in it. It's that blue sedan in the back of the garage there. Uh, thank you, sir. Mr. Thank you, sir. Come on in. Let's get no, it. No. Yeah, hey, here's the one, I guess. This is a blue sedan. Uh, yeah. Come on, get in the thing, in. Yeah, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Kingfish. Look at the initials on the door here. P-E-G. That don't stand for no Malloy. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, oh, wait a minute, Andy. Oh, Sapphire say he's sending the car down to his wife. That must be her name, Andy. P-E-G. Peg. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Come on in there, boy. Okay. Uh, here's the keys here. Let me start the thing off here. Hmm, boy, listen to that motor. I'll say. Yeah, I hate to think of Sapphire and her mama driving this car to Florida. The way they drive, they're liable to do more damage to the South than the bow weevil. Calling all cars, calling all cars. Be on the lookout for blue sedan stolen yesterday from terminal garage. Arrest occupants on site. License number 6N24Y. Repeat. Blue sedan, license number six and two. Nice of you to come up and stay with me, Andy, while Sapphire and the Mama's in Florida. Yeah, I guess them two ought to be down around Baltimore in Mr. Malloy's car by now. Yeah, I guess you was happy to get rid of them two battle axes, huh? Yeah, then I ain't had such a feeling of relief since the doctor removed my gallstone. <laughs> yeah, starting our breakfast here now, Andy. Get breakfast ready. Okay. I don't want to get the stove dirty, so I turned the electric iron upside down and... I'm going to fry our bacon and eggs on that. Yeah, well, that's a good idea. I like my eggs loose and my bacon crisp. Can you handle it on that iron? Oh, yeah, Andy. I'll just set the eggs for silk and the bacon for wool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's in the paper there, Andy? Anything in the newspaper? Oh, not much, Kingfish. Picked up a couple of car thieves down around Washington. Car thieves, huh? Yeah, a couple of unidentified women. No oh, women. <laughs> yeah, they're holding them on $1,500 bail. Hmm, $1,500. I feel sorry for the poor sap that's got to bail them out, boy. <laughs> yeah, look here. They got a salt wrap against them, too. Say, here at the time of the arrest, the older woman done tore a door off the squad car. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha. That's a good one. Ain't nothing funnier than a violent old lady. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, wait a minute, that's the phone. Uh, turn off dying there while I answer, will you? Yeah, okay. Uh, hello? Hello, this is Mr. Malloy. Oh, yes, uh, Mr. Malloy. Who is it, King Oh, uh, It's Mr. Malloy, the man who was caught sapphire and mama's driving down to Florida. Oh, yeah. Uh, what can I do for you, Mr. Malloy? I'd like to know why your wife didn't pick up my car yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah, she done, uh, she, she, uh, uh, would you speak a little slower, Mr. Malloy? Your words done sifted past my eardrums before I could get a grip on them. Mr. Stevens, I said, why didn't your wife 
pick up my car yesterday. Oh, oh, oh. I think that was a little too slow for me that time. I had my eardrums all puckered up, but by the time the words got there, they must have unpuckered on me. Mr. Stevens, can't you hear me? Well, I tell you, Mr. Malloy, I was working out in the garden last summer, and when the bees was buzzing around, you see, I think they jammed some beeswax in my ear. Look, Mr. Stevens. I tell you what, I got a friend here, though, who ain't waxed up like I is. I'll put him on, and you give the message to him, will you? What's the trouble, Kingfish? Get on, Dan, and see if you can make a sense out of this man here. Okay. Hello? Hello. Would you ask Mr. Stevens why his wife didn't pick up my car? Uh-oh. Mm, what's the trouble, Anna? I think them bees must have been buzzing around me, too. <laughs> I can't make no sense of what this man is saying, neither. Uh, the bees been buzzing around somebody, I know that. Hello? Hello? Uh, look, Mr. Malloy, uh, what do you want? I want to know why Mrs. Stevens didn't pick up my car at the terminal garage yesterday morning. Hold the phone. <laughs> What's the matter, Andy? Boy, the bees really got to this boy. <laughs> he don't even know his car was picked up. Yeah, let me get back on the phone. Yeah, yeah all right. Uh, hello, uh, Mr. Malloy. Hello. Uh, look here, Mr. Malloy. Uh, uh, what would make you think that your car wasn't picked up at the garage yesterday? Because I'm in the garage right now looking at it. Hmm. What's the matter, Kingfish? I think the bee theory is out, Andy. Uh, Miss Malloy. Uh, hello, Miss Malloy. Uh, uh, is you trying to tell me that you was in the garage now looking at your dark blue sedan with the initials P-E-G on the door? No. Good. We're finally making sense here. I'm looking at my car, which is a green convertible with no initials. Uh, Mercer, would you do me a favor? What? Let's go back to not making sense here, will you? Mr. Stevens, would you please ask your wife when she's going to pick up the car? Well, I'd like to help you, Mercer, but from now on, I got an idea that that's going to be between you, her, and the parole board. <laughs> in Sapphire and Mama arrested. I said in the hope Algonquin and J. Calhoun gonna be able to help me. Let me get in this office here. See if he can't get me out of this mess. Calhoun, I need your opinion on something, boy. Well, let me know it and I'll pin it out for you. Yeah, well, now look here. Are you listening to me, boy? Yeah, yeah. Now look here. Uh, put down that big law book and listen here now. Yeah, I'm listening. I'm listening. Uh, my wife and her mama was uh, going to drive a man's car to Florida for him. Now, I picked up the wrong car for him from the garage. Uh -huh. Now, the police in Washington has done arrested Mama and Sapphire. Uh -huh. And they are being held for $1,500. And they allowed to spend the rest of their life in jail for car stealing. Uh -huh. That all happened because I done picked up the wrong car. Well, let me mull this over here. Yeah, mull it there. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Kingfish, after thinking this over, I've come to one conclusion. Oh, great. What is that, Calhoun? You shouldn't have ought to done that. <laughs> Well, I know I shouldn't have done it, but what is I going to do now that I have done done it? 
I got to get out of this mess. I'm going to figure out how to get myself out of this. Well, now, there must be some way to undone what you done done. <laughs> Let me see here. It was your fault picking up the wrong call. Now, the honest thing to do is for you to go to the police and give yourself up. Now, let's consider the honest way first. Uh, uh, well, so much for the honest way. Yeah. Now, let's get into something we is more familiar with. Yeah. Now, look Calhoun. Looking at you right there, the way your nose is twitching there, I think that you was thinking the way I think you're thinking. Yeah. Uh, if it'll help you any, uh, I'll say this to you. Andy was with me when I picked up the wrong car. Oh, Andy was with you, huh? Now we're getting somewhere. Well, it shouldn't be hard for you to pin the rap on the boy. <laughs> well, uh, one of us has got to go to jail. Uh, might as well be in there. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do, too. Yeah, but uh, ain't that kind of a dirty trick to do? Now, listen. Going to jail ain't as bad a punishment as they used to have. Look back in ancient China. In them days, when they, they, when they caught somebody stealing a car, they throwed him in the pit with a tiger. With a tiger, huh? Yeah, there was one famous Chinese swindler, Chu Fung. They throwed him in the pit with a tiger, and the tiger grabbed him, but he got out. Then they throwed him back, and the tiger grabbed him, but he got out again. Ten times Chu Fung was thrown in, and ten times the tiger grabbed him, and he got out. Holy mackerel. Yeah, and just before they throw the fella back in for the last time, Chu Fung uttered that immortal Chinese phrase, Oolong, Kung Tong, Chow Ko, Yakamaka, High Sam. Oh, what in the world do that mean? Man, is I getting tired of feeding that kitty. <laughs> Listen, Kingfish, will you explain to me why I must go to jail because you picked up the wrong car? Well, Andy, we can't let Mama and Sapphire take the rap when we is guilty. We is guilty. You know something, Kingfish? When you get in trouble, it always seems to hit you in the plural sense. <laughs> now, look, Andy, we both picked up the car. Now, in the eyes of the law, that makes us both accessories before the Cadillac. <laughs> we is the guilty ones. Not Mama and Sapphire. Yeah, well, I agree with you there. And if we guilty, ain't no sense in both of us going to jail. That's just a waste of the taxpayers' money. If they send us both up the river, they'd have to furnish a suite for us. Well, I agree with you there, too, but I ain't going to be the one that goes to that big iron motel up to Hudson, I tell you that. Well, now, Andy, one of us is going to have to go. Yeah, well... How are we going to recite it? Well, I guess we're going to have to take a vote on it, Andy. Let's vote. Good. I vote so I don't go to jail. Well, then I vote so I don't go to jail. Hmm. Well, uh, counting the votes here, yeah. look like we got a tie. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> have a runoff vote here, boy. But remember, Andy, in the political circles, it ain't polite to vote for yourself. It ain't, huh? No, Andy. Now, go ahead. You start the voting. All right. I vote for you. Good. I vote for you to go to jail. Well, something went wrong there again. Uh, I think I had the striped suit on you already, Dan. Now, I tell you, Andy, we really ain't got enough people here to put on an election. We got to try something else. I tell you what let's do. 
Maybe we just cut cords and see which one do it. Yeah, there's an idea. You got a deck in the drawer there. Get them out. All right, here we are. Now, I'll just fan the cords out on the table there, face down, Ender. Yeah. Now, remember, low man goes to jail. I'll draw first. Mm-hmm. There we are. Look at that, Ender. I got a ten. Go ahead, see if you can top that, boy. Okay. Let me get one here. Uh, oh, boy, I got a king. A king? Yeah. Ain't no good, Andy. Kings don't count. This is a democracy. <laughs> Go ahead, draw another one there, boy. Yeah. Draw another one. Uh, I got a queen this time. I... Oh, well, I guess I was in the same trouble. Yeah, right? democracy, yeah. Same <laughs> trouble. I tell you what, Andy. We'll put the cards back and draw again. Now, just to make sure that there ain't no cheating, you look out the window while I shuffle the cards. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Nothing doing, Kingfish. Nothing doing. I'm going to watch every move you make. All right, then. All right, I'll shuffle them a little bit, sir. Now, you see, uh, see it'll get all mixed up here? Yeah, mix them up good and good. All right, there it is now. Boy, now, here we are. I put them down on the table there. Spread them out there. Fears down. Yeah. You draw first, Andy. Okay. Uh, I got a nine. All right, let me draw. Look at that. I win. I got a queen. Wait a minute here. Wait a minute. Hold it. Hold everything. What's the matter? Well, when I draw the queen, you said it didn't count, because this is a democracy. I got to tell you, Andy, I happen to be a British subject. <laughs> Old Bean, I'll pop in to see you on visiting day. Cherry old biscuit head, so long. Now, man. wait a minute, you bitch. Wait a minute. You can't... Uh... No, no, Andy, look here. It was fair and square. Now, the thing for you to do is to go down to the police, tell them that you was guilty and have them to release Mama and Safa. Yeah, but Kingfish... I'll help you, Andy. I'll drive you down to the police station. Save you the disgrace of riding in the wagon. Even uh, loan you my hat to hold over your face when they, when they book in the, in the thing there. Listen, Kingfish, I ain't going to jail, and that's that. Yeah, but look, Andy, Sapphire and the mama's in jail down in Washington. I can't let them stay there. I tell you, I... I... Well, yeah, well, well, Sapphire, Mama. Yeah. Well, George Stevens, start explaining. Now, wait a minute, Mama, Sapphire. What has happened? I, I thought you was in jail in Washington. We finally managed to get the thing straightened out with the police, but it took every cent we had to get back here to New York. Son-in-law, this time I'm really going to give it to you. I'm going to beat you on the head with this umbrella and then jam it down your throat and open it wide open. <laughs> the stuff, Mrs. Smith, and I'll hold them for you, too. Now, wait a minute. Now, let's everybody wait a minute. Everybody calm down here. George, you know how we counted on going to Rhododendron's wedding. You spoiled the whole thing. You're going to deserve just what you're going to get. wait a minute. I don't know about it. I'll tell you what I'll do here. I'll raise the money. I'll get you the train fare down to Florida. Just put that umbrella down, Mama, will you please? George, you better not let us down this time. We'll be waiting at home for the money. Come on, daughter. Hey, Kingfish, where are you going to raise that much money? Well, then I'll take all my clothes, all my possessions, my cufflinks, everything I got, and raise the money. Oh, you're going over to Honest Joe the pawnbroker, huh? No, Andy, there's a fellow that's been hanging around the large hall out in the alley and every place else, offering to loan money on clothes, watches, and stuff like that. He, he paid the top dollar, too, more than Honest Joe. He said he paid twice as much. Oh, yeah. 
Say, you know something? I wonder why they released them two from the Washington jail. Well, and I guess the poor leaders didn't want them two rhinoceroses hanging around giving the inauguration a bad name. I don't <laughs> Yeah, Amos, the Kingfish done hocked all his clothes and jewelry and raised $300. Yeah, well, that's fine, Kingfish. Now Sapphire and her mama can get down there for Rhododendron's wedding. Yeah, well, I give them the money and they was left for the station about a half hour ago. Well, it wasn't your fault, Kingfish, picking up the wrong car. Yeah, that's right. Too bad that you didn't raise the money for the train fare in the first place. That would have saved all this trouble. Well, if I'd have known that fellow that was hanging around the lodge and... Paying that kind of money, I would have. After all, $300 cash for the stuff that I give him. Uh, 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 large Hall, uh, Kingfish speaking. Hello, George. This is Sapphire. Oh, Sapphire. You and Mama at the station? No. That $300 you gave us for the tickets was counterfeit. We is in jail. No. no. <laughs> Amos and Andy has come to you through the facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio Service.